What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Tune in to Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD, and join the conversation about how to heal our broken system to reverse our current health crisis. The entire world is looking for answers, and the truth is hidden in plain sight. Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time when you can call in and ask the questions that matter most to you. Welcome to Dream Vision Summit Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and you are listening to us live here on Awakened Wellness Now. Our number, before I forget, is area code 646-558-8656. Hit star nine to ask a question or to make a comment. I would love to hear from you. And so today's topic are minerals, um, the secret to the body electric. And um, minerals have been coming up a lot lately in casual conversations with friends and uh, some of the research I've been doing, uh, wrote about them in my book, Faith, behind me here to my right. Um, and minerals are extremely important and in terms of body function. And unfortunately, we don't learn uh, what they do very comprehensively. If you were to Google minerals, what you would find is uh, a lot of talk about building bones and teeth, but they don't really go into detail about the thousands of other functions that your minerals actually have in terms of your body function. And so in medical school, we learn a lot about minerals and uh, we learn a little bit about their functions but again, we're kind of taught that, yeah, those are used to make bone and teeth. Uh, we're also taught that they help conduct the electricity that goes to our hearts to make our hearts beat. And so a lot of the uh, electrical conduction of the heart is um, powered by minerals, we'll say. Uh, but research is now showing that they do so much more that the lack of importance that we have given them in uh, medical school and just in general is probably contributing to a lot of the illnesses that we have today, um, a lot of the infections that we are suffering today, in addition to many, many other things, including uh, rapid aging. And so today I wanted to take some time to talk about minerals, not in terms of the specific minerals and what each and every one of them does, um, because that almost doesn't matter when you begin to understand just how important having a broad array of minerals in your diet actually is and what they do. Um, I found one study uh, when I was researching for this podcast that talked about what minerals actually really do uh, and didn't get mired in the conversation about bones and teeth and cardiovascular health. Um, this particular, I think it was a book actually, was uh, out of uh, Europe. And 
they talked about the central function of minerals, which is essentially to do everything in your body, right? So minerals are basically uh, cofactors for enzymes. Enzymes are proteins that power all of our body functions. And so, again, I talk a lot about metabolism on the podcast, metabolism being how we make and use our energy. And without that energy, we can't survive. Without that energy, we can't breathe, our hearts can't beat, we can't see, we can't think, we can't move, our nervous systems don't function. Uh, essentially, we cannot be without metabolism. And so protecting metabolism, powering metabolism is the most important thing in terms of wellness that we need to do as individuals to make certain that we don't get sick, right? Uh, not that there's certainty in that, but to increase the likelihood that we stay healthy. Um, staying healthy also means uh, that you don't age rapidly, right? Um, minerals play a central role in metabolism. And not just one or two minerals, many minerals. Uh, copper, zinc, magnesium, calcium, iron, um, just to name a few, manganese, um, what did I say? Zinc, copper, selenium is another one uh, that play critical functions uh, in terms of how we make and use our energy. And remember that every single cell in your body has to make its own energy. Uh, and so every single cell to function has to use minerals. Um, it has to use many minerals. And a lot of the trace minerals like boron, iodine, and other things that we also have in the body, we don't really quite know to what extent they actually function, but there are over a hundred minerals that we use in our bodies. Um, there are 4,000 minerals known in, on the planet. We use about a hundred different ones in our bodies. We don't know the functions of all of them, but they're you know, in there for a reason we suppose, right? And again, we're a little bit misled uh, when we are told that very few Americans have vitamin and mineral deficiencies, and that's simply not true. Um, it's because of the way that we test people that we think very few people have vitamin and mineral deficiencies, but had we been testing them properly, uh, testing their actual cellular levels of vitamins and minerals, we would probably note that 70 or 80% of people are actually deficient. Uh, in at least one or more vitamins and minerals. Um, and so the uh, World Health Organization actually pointed this out several years ago um, to the CDC. Uh, and what they did, this was only on folic acid, which is a B vitamin, not a mineral. Uh, but what they pointed out is that cellular levels of folic acid are different than blood levels. So when we get our uh, blood tested, when we get blood work at a lab, we're looking at blood levels. We're looking at the levels that are circulating in the blood and flowing around in the body. Um, that's good for certain things, but uh, really only if you're diagnosing diseases is that helpful. Uh, it does not tell you what's going on before you get a disease. It doesn't tell you uh, what is leading you down the road to getting a disease, and it doesn't tell you why you have a disease. So your blood work will tell you once you've had a heart attack, right? There are certain 
elements, uh, there are certain uh, molecules and proteins that we see elevated in blood work when someone has had a heart attack. But we don't see those things before the heart attack happens, right? Um, our hemoglobin A1C will go up and tell us that we have diabetes, but we don't have any markers to really use before that to figure out you know, why we're heading down that slippery slope. And so blood work is very misleading because it only tells us once we've had a disease. It turns out it's also misleading when we're trying to figure out if we have vitamin and mineral deficiencies because it just doesn't tell us those things. The reason it doesn't tell us those things is because our bodies are actually very intelligent. And so we would think that that's counterintuitive, right? Why would my body not tell me that I have a vitamin and mineral deficiency if I do? Uh, and the answer is really simply that we're just looking in the wrong place. Uh, our body is extremely intelligent and had we been looking in the right places for those answers, we would find them, right? And so really what we need to do is look at cellular levels of vitamins and minerals. And if we do that, we will note that about 70, 80, upwards of 90% of people walking around today have vitamin and mineral deficiencies. The other thing that supports the idea that we have vitamin and mineral deficiencies is if we look at studies that show the mineral content of our foods. And so there are studies that go back to before the 1970s, I think as early as the 1950s or even 40s. And they look at the mineral content of fruits and vegetables specifically, and they look at them over time. Uh, up through 2019 was the, the latest study that I could find. Uh, this was out of the United Kingdom. And it was a nutrition journal out of the United Kingdom that looked at uh, mineral content of fruits and vegetables in the United Kingdom. Uh, and it showed an across the board 50% reduction of minerals in our fruits and vegetables, except for phosphorus. Phosphorus was the only mineral that stayed stable all of the other minerals dropped in our fruits and vegetables. We had a similar study in the United States years ago uh, that looked at minerals from the 1970s to the present. And it showed a 70%, 70% reduction of minerals in our fruits and vegetables. And so it's hard to believe that when we have 50 to 70% reductions in minerals in our foods that we would not consequently have reductions of minerals in our own bodies. And so, you know, the idea that we don't have vitamin and mineral deficiencies is a little hard to swallow uh, in the face of that data. And so how do we get minerals into our diet? You know, the other problem that we have that makes it hard for us to raise our mineral levels is the fact that they're stripped out of our drinking water. Uh, for good reason, right? Uh, it's it's a, a necessity because our water is filthy, right? And so we have to filter our water as it comes into our homes. Uh, and then on top of that, most of us will have, in addition to our tap water, which is filtered at the, the water treatment plant, remove, you know, in order to remove harmful bacteria, in order to remove dangerous heavy metals, and all the other things that uh, you know, are contaminating our drinking water, those are all removed at the water treatment plant. And then on top of that, we usually have a reverse osmosis filter uh, for our drinking water in our homes, whether it's out of our faucets in the kitchen or out of the refrigerator. We typically have filters in place 
Typically, reverse osmosis filters, they are extremely effective. They remove about 99.9% of all water contaminants. Uh, unfortunately, because they are removing dangerous heavy metals like mercury and arsenic and lead and the things we definitely do not want in our water, they are also consequently removing minerals from our water. So they're removing the good and the bad at the same time. And so uh, thankfully we have those filters in place so that we don't get sick. Uh, but unfortunately the side effect of having those filters is that we don't have minerals in our water. Now, most uh, reverse osmosis systems will put back some minerals, right? But they do not usually put back the entire complement of minerals that is in uh, you know, the, the water that we get from our rivers and streams. And uh, the, the water from our rivers and streams is full of minerals, a broad array of minerals. And so when all of them are stripped away and only five or six are put back in, um, we can see then how we can develop vitamin and mineral deficiencies, uh, mineral deficiencies specifically for today's topic uh, from that filtration process. And so we have all of these factors that are resulting in more and more people getting fewer and fewer minerals in their diet and water. And so that's a problem, right? Uh, the reason that's a problem is actually very simple. It's that the human body is essentially a bag of water with a with currents flowing through it, electrical currents. Minerals have charges. Um, now there are other organic uh, substances in the body that also have charges, but minerals are a very central uh, part of how we form the current that actually powers our body functions. And uh, it turns out, you know, electricity is the movement of electrons. Um, so the current flows opposite to the electron. So if the electron's going this way, the electrical current will go that way. Uh, and so that's how we, our nervous systems actually function, right? And our entire body is innervated. Every single cell, all 100 trillion cells are innervated, innervated. And that's what communicates information back and forth throughout the entire body so that every cell can talk to every other cell and properly manage body function. If we are missing minerals, that electrical uh, conduction becomes extremely difficult to occur. And so we begin to have these breakdowns of communication from cell to cell because the nervous system is not functioning properly to transmit those signals back and forth. Minerals are cofactors for enzymes. Every single chemical uh, reaction that occurs in the human body is pretty much enzyme driven for the most part. And, and so if the enzymes are not there um, because the minerals that allow the enzymes to function are not there, then those chemical reactions will also not be there, right? And so it turns out um, the latest research is showing that minerals are central to metabolism. So they are absolutely essential for us to make and use energy. And so the idea that, well, magnesium does this function over here and calcium does that function over there. Yeah, that's important, but it's not as important as knowing that they almost all of them serve a role in making and using energy, period, all over the body. 
so this idea that I'm just going to take magnesium if I'm constipated or, you know, I'm, I'm going to take calcium if I'm deficient, I'm going to take potassium if I'm on a diuretic is a little bit flawed. Now, it might be important if you are potassium deficient because you're on a diuretic that's leaching out your potassium. It's important to replace your potassium, but also know that that's not the only thing that needs to be replaced because again, nothing works by itself in the body. And so replacing one thing is usually not going to solve, you know, most of the problem. And so minerals play an essential role in how we make and use energy. Minerals play an essential role in our electrical system uh, or our nervous system. And really all of our cells um, are electrified, if you will. And even just getting sugar in and out of the cell requires electricity, which requires electrons, which the minerals provide, right? And so it also turns out that um, electrical charges also have to do with how water flows in and out of cells. And so again, remember that by molecule, we are 99% water molecules. And so if we are 99% water molecules and minerals manage water metabolism, being mineral deficient is a big problem, right? Because we will not be able to manage our water. Uh, and so not managing water doesn't just mean like water will pool in my legs and I'll have what's called edema. Um, it doesn't just mean I might have arthritis in my fingers. Um, it, it also means my immune system's not gonna function properly. It also means I will not be able to manage my weight properly. Um, it, it means a lot of things. Uh, it means a lot of inflammation. Uh, it means uh, your cells will be bogged down. So sometimes your cells can be too swollen if you can't manage your water properly. If your cells are bigger than they're supposed to be, they won't function properly. Uh, same thing if your cells are too small. So if there's not enough water in your cells and you're dehydrated, uh, those cells will not be able to function properly. Now that doesn't mean they won't function at all, but you're going to have very suboptimal body function and you're just not gonna feel well, right? You're gonna feel tired. You're gonna have inflammation. You might feel aches and pains. And most importantly, you're increasing your risk of disease, right? Uh, and so, let me just make sure we didn't have any questions. Yes. There are so many different businesses promoting their mineral products. How do you know which one to choose? That's a great question. <laughs> you kind of don't. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bottom line. Um, again, this is where partnering with a board certified integrative medical doctor who can vet the, the companies for you is, is extremely important. Um, if you go into a health food store, you'll have a headache before you walk out looking at all the different options. Um, for me, even when I walk into a health food store, I just, I just walk straight past the supplement section um, because there's no way to tell. There really isn't. Um, the best way, honestly, is to partner with an integrative uh, medical doctor who can vet the company. Um, and then once they have vetted the company, uh, they will usually make those recommendations to their clients. Um, I don't endorse any particular company. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe in doing that. Um, you know, but one of the things, you know, that we do in our Wellness Warrior nine-week transformation program, our online course that we're doing uh, is teach people how to read labels. Uh, 
Um, sometimes you can kind of tell what's bad by reading the label, but not always. Um, and so what I tell people is um, there's two things with minerals. The first thing is uh, you're not going to find a lot of minerals in a really good vitamin product because vitamins and minerals don't play nice together in terms of being in a supplement. So if you have too many minerals in a vitamin supplement, the vitamins won't get absorbed. And so most very good uh, supplement manufacturers understand what's called bioavailability and absorption, and they will not put a lot of minerals in their vitamin supplements. They'll usually sell them separately um, because they, they just, they cannot be absorbed together. It's very difficult. Um, and so that's number one. If you see a bunch of minerals with a, with a vitamin supplement, uh, in other words, you're seeing more than like 10% RDA uh, in, or 15% RDA of minerals in with vitamins that are at 100% or more of RDA. Those minerals probably won't get absorbed or the vitamins won't get absorbed. Um, that's one, one clue. Uh, the second is to look at what's called the other ingredients at the bottom. So typically um, you'll have your ingredients label, well, they'll, they'll tell you line by line which vitamins are in there, what percentage uh, daily allowance and how many milligrams or micrograms or units of those vitamins are present. They'll do the same thing for the minerals. Um, and then down at the bottom, they'll usually have uh, other ingredients. And so I teach people be very leery of the other ingredients. If there are more than two to three other ingredients, chances are that mineral supplement will not be well absorbed and it may contain things in it that you would not want to consume. Um, a fairly simple way to remineralize is to eat a broad diet, right? Um, meat products have a ton of minerals, shellfish have a ton of minerals. Um, it's really important to have protein with your minerals. Uh, that's what helps absorb minerals the best is proteins and amino acids. So you'll find a lot of minerals in animal products. Uh, shellfish, the shells of the shellfish contain a ton of minerals. They're in fact made of minerals. Uh, and so shellfish has a lot of minerals. Um, green leafy vegetables have a lot of minerals. Tofu will have certain minerals in it as well. Um, and so each food has a complement of minerals in it. There's no one food that has all the minerals you're going to need. And so having a very um, varied diet, right? Very broad, lots of different types of vegetables, lots of different types of proteins is the best way to get your uh, minerals and vitamins. Um, but taking a mineral supplement's a little bit tricky. Um, you have to take it all by itself. Right. You can't necessarily take it after taking other supplements because they, they just don't get well absorbed um, as a supplement. Uh, they're much better absorbed as a whole food. So that's a really great question. Um, let's take our first commercial break. We've got some more questions. These are great. When we come back, we'll tackle those and keep talking about minerals and how they control the body electric. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening. What happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed? Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobe, MD. 
Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Mulin the questions that matter most to you. Dr. Mulin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit riobeintegrativemedicine.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic, forward-thinking show. Join Dr. Bernie Siegel on Mind Health Matters every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Bernie will draw from his inspirational personal journey, offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom weaved through his delightful stories. Listen in as Bernie reminds us to be fully engaged in life. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Omega Institute offering workshops, retreats, and online learning dedicated to awakening the best in the human spirit. For over 40 years, Omega has seen more than a million people come through its doors to grow, learn, and find a greater sense of purpose. With over 350 workshops to choose from, Omega offers something for everyone. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 877-944-2002. Again, 877-944-2002. Delight your kids with an enchanting journey by reading the Paper Doll Kids Children's Book by Deborah Beauvais and Janine Sullivan. There's even a catchy tune, Kids for Love Song, produced by Bob Sherwood and sung by kids just like yours. The story weaves around seven paper dolls flying around the world doing good deeds as they bring important attention to our endangered animal friends. There's even a magical ring with a universal message. Kids become interested in service projects, action through compassion, and planting seeds that nurture positive change. The Paper Doll Kids and Kids for Love Song are a production of the Kids for Love Project. Get the book now on Amazon Kindle and the song on CD Baby or iTunes. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we're back. Thank you, Rachel. Welcome back to Awaken Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riove, and today we're talking about minerals, the secret of the body electric. And so we have some more great questions here. I've heard we can absorb minerals by skin contact. I've read of some schools having kids work gardens to be healthier because they're touching dirt is the question. Um, yeah, so there are minerals in soil, right? Um, that's how the minerals get into our own food uh, is through the soil. 
Um, and so there are minerals in um, anywhere where there are rocks, right? So rocks are made of minerals. Um, and so as the water passes through over the rocks, it will collect the minerals. Um, and then of course that will water the soil, the rain will come down, water the soil. Uh, and then as the food grows in that soil, it will have those minerals and vitamins uh, in, in it. Um, and so uh, I don't know if necessarily you're gonna absorb minerals by playing in dirt. I, I'm not certain of that, but uh, you can soak in, uh, for example, Epsom salts work based on this concept. So uh, magnesium salts um, are really good for aches and pains because one of magnesium's functions is to relax muscles by causing them to hold on to more water. Um, same principle in the gastrointestinal system. Uh, so it will prevent your gastrointestinal system, your large intestine from absorbing uh, as much water. That water will stay in your stool. And so that's why some people will use magnesium to treat constipation uh, because it will uh, make the stools looser and uh, help with constipation. And so Epsom salts, the uh, magnesium gets absorbed through the skin into the muscles. Uh, and so that's why the Epsom salts in combination with the warmer water uh, helps to get the, um, that salt into the muscles so that the muscles relax and they don't ache. Um, so heat will dilate your blood vessels um, and will allow things to come in faster. So the combination of the heat and the magnesium helps to relax muscles and uh, uh, solve pain or resolve pain. And so, yes, you can definitely absorb minerals through your skin. Um, I'm not sure if playing in the dirt would have the same effect. Um, although, you know, just being in nature and grounding is, is extremely uh, healthy. So gardening for that reason, you know, with your hands in the soil and such, um, you're going to get some electron transfer there because the earth is a battery. Um, you know, there are charges and minerals all over the earth, the whole crust of the earth, the water, everything about the earth has minerals and rocks. And so there's always this transfer of electrons. And so grounding is really uh, allowing those electrons to come into the body. Um, and so the earth is really just a, a battery. And if you walk barefoot or if your hands are in it, um, gardening that should really actually promote health. Now, I don't know if that's because of the minerals coming in through the skin, though. I, I don't think that's the case, but I, I can't confirm or deny that one. But I know that electrons will. And I don't know if that's through the transfer of the minerals actually coming into the body or if it's just the electrons coming in. But definitely gardening is healthy. That, that we can say without doubt. Um, do you recommend a multi-mineral product? Um, I don't generally, I mean, if, if I have a client and I actually know what her mineral requirements are or his mineral requirements are, I will make specific recommendations based on that individual, but I don't typically endorse uh, any specific product. But just as we were talking about a few minutes ago, you know, looking at the labels uh, is extremely important. But what I would say is to partner with a, an integrative medical doctor who has vetted the companies and can assist you, not just in picking the right brand, but also knowing what you need, right? Um, you don't want to just take a mineral supplement. You know, and there was another question here, I think about, can you take too much mineral? You can, you can take too much. 
um, especially if you're taking it as a supplement, right? So I have patients OD on magnesium all the time that, you know, they, they have constipation. Next thing you know, they have awful diarrhea and, you know, before they come to see me, they don't understand how to, to manage their constipation. So they take these supplements to provide them with some relief. Um, but then we coach them and let them know that, you know, you just want to take the minerals you actually need. And the more that you can get in your diet, the better. Um, but yeah, you can't take too much mineral, right? So for example, iron is a mineral. If you take too much iron, that's going to be a problem. That's going to cause uh, blood circulation issues. Um, too much magnesium will cause diarrhea. Um, you know, in obstetrics, we give magnesium intravenously to patients who have premature labor or uh, preeclampsia hypertension. Uh, and so we know to be extremely cautious with magnesium IV because it can also cause you to stop breathing. Now that's not, not likely to happen with an oral supplement, but just to answer your question, yes, you can take too much mineral. Um, so you, you don't wanna just take them haphazardly. Um, you do want to have a very broad diet though, so that you're, you're getting the minerals that you, you need in a broad way and you're not overdosing. If you just eat food, it's very hard to overdose on anything, right? Um, as long as it's clean food, because you can overdose on heavy metals and plastics and all those types of things if they're finding their way into your food. Um, but chances are, if you're eating a nice clean diet, you will not overdo anything and you will get what you need. Um, question, magnesium causes my tummy, causes me tummy issues. Is this an indication I'm allergic? No, that's just magnesium. Um, so the tummy issue is probably that it's causing the gut to hold on to too much water. Because remember, minerals, one of their critical functions is water metabolism, right? The movement of water in the body is regulated by minerals, not just magnesium, many, many minerals uh, will regulate water movements in and out of cells in your body. Magnesium uh, is very powerful in doing that. And so you can have uh, probably bloating, uh, water retention, uh, diarrhea, cramps from uh, magnesium. So if you're finding that that's the case, um, it's not so much that you're allergic to the magnesium, probably more that that's not the issue and that you don't need it. Um, and you might want to um, get tested to see if you really need magnesium or not, or, or perhaps the brand that you're taking is not suitable for you. Um, and so look at your brand. Uh, as much as possible, get organic vitamins and minerals, but really uh, food. <laughs> that's the most, the most uh, important way, the most successful way, the most effective way to get minerals and vitamins is through proper nutrition. Um, so that's a, a wonderful question. Thank you for it. You say it's best to have a full stomach when taking a mineral supplement. Um, not necessarily, I mean, you, you can take it with food, um, in particular proteins. Proteins are very good for getting minerals absorbed. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say full stomach. I usually recommend that people take minerals if they're taking a supplement, kind of by, by themselves. Um, and it it's, becomes a pain, right? Because you're taking a certain number of supplements in the morning and you have to wait and take your minerals. And then you're taking another set of supplements in the afternoon and then wait and take your minerals. Um, so minerals don't play nice with other supplements. Um, they play nice in food. And so 
if you're taking a mineral supplement, it kind of has to be isolated so that you maximize the absorption. So even the best supplements are only about 30% absorbed. Um, supplements are just not a great way to get vitamins and minerals unless you have no other choice. The best way is food. Like study after study is showing that food is the best delivery system for vitamins and minerals and proteins and fats. Um, supplements are second best uh, and they are a distant second best, right? Um, so 30% absorption is not phenomenal. But if you have significant vitamin deficiencies, then yes, taking supplements is critical to replace those numbers to get them normal. What's equally critical is that you assess your nutrition and see, am I eating the right foods? Is it simply that I'm not eating enough or is my diet not varied enough? And is that the cause of my mineral deficiencies? Or do I have a gastrointestinal problem? Like, do I have malabsorption? And many, 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 many people are running around with malabsorption and they just don't know. Um, we do not typically do this type of testing in our regular medical model. Um, and people go to the gastroenterologist uh, all the time with complaints. Um, and uh, we are just not taught to look at the small intestine where the vast majority of malabsorption issues occur. Um, this, the large intestine is not really responsible for absorbing anything except water. Uh, it's the small intestine that absorbs all of your food, all of your supplements. And we just don't have uh, conventional testing to look at the small intestine. So even if we do an endoscopy from the, the top, we don't get into the small intestine. Uh, we might get a little bit into the small intestine past the stomach, but not very far. Uh, and then if we go from the bottom with a colonoscopy, we don't go into the small intestine that way either. So we might get through the whole large intestine, but we don't go into the small intestine. And honestly, even if we did, we wouldn't see anything because uh, these infections and this malabsorption is not grossly visible. You can't see it on an x-ray, you can't see it on an MRI, you can't see it on a CAT scan. Um, the only testing we have right now that's considered the gold standard is a breath test. Uh, that, that looks for certain gases that are emitted across the small intestine after you drink a sugar solution. The idea being that if there are bacteria in your small intestine, they will eat the sugar and then through their metabolic processes, they will produce gases. So they'll typically produce hydrogen and methane gases. And what, what happens is you drink the sugar solution and then every 20 minutes you blow into a different tube that gets sent to the lab. The lab measures how much gas is in your breath. If your gas levels in your breath exceed certain quantities, then the only reasonable uh, reason for that is if there are bacteria producing those gases. And so that would be then strongly suggestive or diagnostic even of a small bowel infection. Um, and that's about the only test that we have. Uh, that test is not commonly performed by gastroenterologists or primary care physicians. Um, that's typically performed only by an integrative medical doctor. You can do some stool testing to find out if you have malabsorption. Uh, so that is available. Uh, again, not commonly done by, you know, conventional medical doctors, more so by integrative or functional. Integrative and functional basically is the same type of doctor. Um, so again, if, if 
you feel like you are deficient to the point where you're having to take supplements, I would not take them without being tested first. And again, just remember that blood work does not really tell you what you need. You want to get cellular levels of minerals done. Um, they still draw your blood so the or, or they collect your urine to find that out. So we'll draw your blood, but what happens when your blood gets to the lab is they're not measuring blood levels of your vitamins and minerals. What they're doing is they're taking out your immune cells and they're testing inside of those immune cells for your vitamin and mineral levels. And so that gives you a much more accurate assessment of what your cells are up to because it's your cells that use those minerals to make your energy, which then power those cells to produce their body function. So everything from seeing, breathing, walking, thinking, um, feeling, moving, reproducing, your heart beating, everything is powered by your cells on the inside. Uh, and so if you don't measure those levels on the insides of your cells, you will not know what's really actually going on. So again, another great question. Let's see. Does the keto diet supply enough minerals? Um, it should, as long as you're, you're eating sufficient numbers of calories, it should. Again, just about every food has minerals. Um, again, you know, Proteins contain a ton of minerals, vegetables contain a ton of minerals, um, and different foods have different complements of minerals. And so the keto diet should provide sufficient minerals as long as you, again, eat a wide variety of food. If you're eating the same food every single day, you're going to run into problems um, because not every food has all minerals. And so you have to eat different foods every day. Um, to, to really be the healthiest, right? Um, and again, you don't have to go crazy, right? Um, just different, different vegetables each day and you know, rotate them. Um, different types of proteins each day and rotate them. Change your brands, you know, do different things so that you're not having the same things over and over. Um, but yes, it should, it should provide uh, sufficient minerals. And question, my friend claims silver healed her small intestine. Is there any proof that silver heals? There actually is, yeah. I use silver as well. I use it like water. <laughs> um, I've treated my dog for bladder infections with silver. Um, I use it uh, in, in our office, we use it as well. Um, we even use it intravenously. Um, silver is tricky in, in a few ways, right? So silver is a trace mineral. It's a very small mineral. Uh, that we only need very small amounts of in the body, um, but it is an antimicrobial. And it's not well studied, but we're starting to see studies come out. So they'll call it nano silver. So in medical studies, they call it nano silver. We know it more as hydrosol silver or colloidal silver. Um, and so there are studies coming out on nano silver to show that it is an antimicrobial. Um, and so it kills viruses, it kills bacteria, it kill, kills parasites. The astounding thing about silver is that it's intelligent in some way, uh, that it does not kill the good bacteria in the body. Uh, so I don't know how it knows that, 
um, there must be some genetic difference between bacteria that are harmful and bacteria that are beneficial, uh, that it only works on the bacteria that are harmful and it spares the ones that are beneficial. I don't know what that mechanism is, but there's a good bit of data mounting on silver. The tricky thing about silver is because it is a trace mineral, it gets absorbed very rapidly wherever you put it. And so if you wanted to get down into the small intestine, uh, you have to put it in something that it will stay in. So we usually use aloe vera for that. Um, so you mix the silver with the aloe and you drink it. it tastes disgusting. So good luck, but it, it tastes awful, but it's effective. And so what happens is it drags the silver down into the small intestine. And then when the aloe vera gets, gets uh, absorbed and digested through the small intestine, that releases the silver. And then the silver goes specifically to the small intestine. If you take silver by mouth, it will get absorbed like right here. Um, so it's really good for upper respiratory infections for that reason. Uh, if you take it, it'll just get absorbed wherever you put it. And so if you have, for example, a fungal infection on your big toe, you don't wanna take silver by mouth because it will never get there, right? It will keep getting absorbed right here. And so if you need to treat a fungal infection in your toe, you put the silver on your toe directly. Um, and so you have to know how to use the silver properly or it won't work. Um, so that's why you get such mixed reviews on silver is if people don't know how to actually use it, it won't work. Um, and also the last thing I'll say about silver is um, you'll read about it causing a side effect called agyria, which is uh, the turning of the skin to a blue color. Um, and it's irreversible. It will never change back to normal. Um, and so you have to be very cautious about the brands of silver that you use. Um, you want to be absolutely certain that you are using a very good quality of silver. Um, you can buy machines that make silver. Uh, I would not recommend that. That's extremely uh, dangerous because uh, if the silver is not clean, uh, it can turn your skin blue and there, there is no coming back from that. Now it's not dangerous. It's not going to kill you, uh, but you look like, you know, mama Smurf or Papa Smurf for the rest of your life. There was a guy who was really famous on the internet. He looked like a blue Santa Claus. He looked like Papa Smurf for anyone who used to watch those cartoons. He had a white beard and he was blue from top to bottom and he used to wear overalls and he was pretty famous uh i guess on tv at the time but on the internet eventually he passed away of other things i don't know what it was but he was pretty famous for making his own silver in his bathtub um, and that's what happens when you make silver in your bathtub is you, you basically turn blue so be very very cautious with the manufacturer but yes there is data um, discover magazine had an article back in 2012 that i talk about in my book um, where they showed that uh, nano-silver uh, increases the uh, effectiveness of antibiotics by up to a thousand times. And so silver is real, uh, but you do have to know how to use it. So again, partnering with an integrative functional medical doctor um, would be one of the best ways to do that. So, so yes, it does work. Uh, I think that's all the questions. And we have to go to our next commercial break. So thank you again for listening. You're listening to Awaken Wellness Now. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe. We'll be right back.
what happens when we begin to realize that the 200-year experiment we've called the American healthcare system has failed. Learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern when you can call in and ask Dr. Milin the questions that matter most to you. Dr. Milin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit riobeintegrativemedicine.com. Dream Vision 7 Radio Network invites you in for this dynamic, forward-thinking show. Edesia is a U.S. nonprofit dedicated to the dream of ending childhood malnutrition for millions of children around the world. Through the manufacture of Plumpy Nut and other nutrient-rich, peanut-based, ready-to-use foods, Edesia has already delivered life and hope to nearly 1 million children in over 26 developing countries. To find out how you can join Edesia's dream of ending childhood malnutrition, please visit ediciaglobal.org. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Awakened Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and today we're talking about minerals, the secret to the body electric. So we had one more statement come in during our break. Um, my doctor recommended silver for my latest COVID infection in a nasal spray. Yeah, that's that's a thing too. Um, yes, so uh, the thing about using it as a nasal spray is uh, you have to use it quickly because if the virus has already gotten through the nasal passages, it's not gonna chase after the virus, right? And so, um, you can also use silver to boost your immune system. So if you take a tablespoon of, uh, I, I use hydrosol silver because um, I think it's more um, bioactive or bioavailable. Um, many people use colloidal silver. Uh, if you take it three times a day, it will boost your immunity. Uh, and so 
if you're going to use it as a nasal spray, the best way to use that is a few times a day and two to three times a day to protect your nasal passages and your mucous membranes, right? Because once the virus gets through that, it's too late. Uh, and so uh, you can, though, take it held under your tongue. Uh, because of the veins under the tongue, it will get absorbed more system-wide. If you have an active infection, you have to use more silver because it has to keep getting deeper and deeper into the body. Um, and so, uh, but yes, you can use it as a nasal spray. It kills viruses. There is no known virus that it does not kill, you know, um, so far. There has never been a reported case of silver resistance to a virus or a bacteria that I'm aware of yet. Um, and so it is a very effective uh, means of protection, uh, but you have to use it very early. Uh, if you wait too long, it doesn't work as well. Um, and that's the thing with Chinese herbs too. There are Chinese herbs that protect the nasal passages from any virus. Um, if you take it early enough, uh, once it's passed through there though, if it makes its way into your body, those specific herbs won't work anymore. And then you have to use different herbs that are designed to work from inside the body differently. Uh, and so, yeah, silver is, is very, very uh, powerful. But again, just be very cautious about your brands, make sure they are reliable brands, um, you know, ask for recommendations specifically from your physician. Um, the other thing I'll say about silver based with the last question about healing the small intestine, you have to use a lot of silver. Uh, so you have to use it for quite some time. Silver is not cheap. So it's not a, a, an inexpensive way to heal the small intestine. Um, so there are other options for that, but silver is, is an option, uh, but silver can become a little bit costly. I mean, you know, some people don't care about that. They just want the uh, safest and most effective way to treat something, which I agree with wholeheartedly, uh, but just know that it, it is more expensive than other things that you could buy uh, to treat a small bowel infection, small intestine infection. So if you want to treat a small bowel infection with silver, you have to use it for quite some time, uh, maybe even a month. Um, and that's actually quite a bit of silver. You'll see that you go through a lot of silver if you do that. Um, so there are other, you know, less uh, costly alternatives, but again, partnering with your integrative functional doctor, uh, they will be able to guide you on that. Uh, let's see, make sure that I have any more. No, that's all of them, great. So um, our online course, the Wellness Warrior Nine-Week Transformation Program, uh, we are um, still ongoing. Uh, we've been getting some really great results. I've uh, been very happy. Uh, and so if you're interested in learning more about the Wellness Warrior Nine-Week Transformation Program, go to awakenedwellnessnow.com and uh, you can watch a training video where I talk about what the course is about. It is a course to beat fatigue and burnout, which is a huge problem today. Uh, and so I hope you'll join me. Uh, just go to awakenedwellnessnow.com for that. And I will be doing uh, some training on burnout as well on January 30th at the Global Summit uh, for entrepreneurs. And so if you want to know a little bit more about that and uh, sign up to watch that training, go ahead and sign up for our newsletter at RioBayIntegrativeMedicine.com. 
uh, we'll be sending out emails with the links to join us for that training as well. Uh, and so we've uh, got about two or three more minutes. And so we'll talk a little bit more about minerals. Um, and so how do I get enough minerals in my diet, right? Um, so again, animal proteins, proteins are the best delivery system for minerals in terms of absorbing them. So many mineral supplements will be chelated. And what chelated means is um, the minerals are, are bound to or attached to an amino acid or an organic acid, um, which serve as a, a chelator. Um, and so what happens is it's bound to this amino acid. And so it's because the amino acid is easily absorbed, it takes the mineral in the body with it. And so it's a, it's a better means of getting the minerals absorbed if you have to take a supplement, right? Again, whole food is the best way, but if you have to take a supplement because maybe you're deficient and you really need to catch up quickly, chelated minerals are your best option. Um, and uh, they're usually chelated with like glycine, really small amino acids. And because amino acids are so easy to absorb, they make the minerals easier to absorb. Uh, and so there aren't a lot of studies on them. So again, this is kind of a, the problem with, you know, nutrition is it's, the studies are not at the cutting edge, right? Uh, it's more the, uh, some of the manufacturers that are at the cutting edge and not so much the medical establishment. Uh, and so we use physiology as our proof. Um, and so it just makes sense that if you attach a mineral to an amino acid, it will be better absorbed than if it's just sitting in a capsule, right? Um, minerals are not as easy to absorb as we think. Um, and that's why uh, you'll hear about mineral supplements not being very effective, et cetera. Um, and that's why in nature, they're bound to amino acids in nature. So when you eat red meat or chicken, uh, or even tofu, it's bound to um, an amino acid or a protein in your food. And so it makes sense if you're taking a supplement, the supplement should try and mimic that as closely and as safely as possible. Um, the other thing is sea salt. Just wanted to touch on sea salt really quickly. Um, it's a great source of minerals, but unfortunately due to the manufacturing and, and how unfortunately ubiquitous heavy metals are, they're also contaminated with heavy metals. And so again, you wanna be very cautious that you're getting recommendations from uh, you know, a, an integrative or functional medical doctor uh, so that you know exactly what type of sea salt uh, to get so that you're getting a safe brand. Um, but uh, sea salt is really good. You can soak in sea salts and have it absorbed through your skin. You can put sea salt in your food. You can, I even have some of my clients who are very deficient, put a little bit of sea salt in their water. Uh, just a quarter turn or a pinch, not to turn the water salty, but just so that it's there. So, and minerals are what make your water hard. Uh, so soft water filters also demineralize. So you're not going to get minerals in your water if it's, if you have a water softener. Uh, so just a few tips and pointers. I think that's all the time that we have today. We can go on for days about minerals, but I hope I gave you enough. Uh, to give you some valuable information to stay healthy out there. And so thank you again, as always, for listening. You're listening to Awaken Wellness Now. I'm your host, Dr. Milan Riobe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.
Join us next time on Awakened Wellness with Milen Riobay, MD, to learn how spirituality, ancient traditions, and cutting-edge science are merging to create a new paradigm of wellness. Awakened Wellness airs every Wednesday at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time with live video shows every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern of each month. Meanwhile, you can join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash awakened wellness and let us know what you'd like to discuss on future episodes. Dr. Milin is the medical director of the Rio Bay Institute of Integrative Medicine in Jupiter, Florida. For more information, visit riobayintegrativemedicine.com. This show is part of the Dream Vision 7 radio network. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.